You're listening to the Bookkeepers Podcast with the 6FB, the weekly podcast for bookkeepers. Every week, we'll be talking about what's new in the bookkeeping world. And here are your hosts and founders of the Six Figure Bookkeeper, Joe Wood and Zoe Whitman. Hi, and welcome to the Bookkeepers Podcast. I'm Zoe Whitman. I am in South Wales, and I'm joined by Joe Wood in Kent. Hi, Joe. How are you? I'm good, Zoe. I'm good. I'm glad that the rain has stopped. Did you get the thunderstorms yesterday? No didn't oh my goodness it was so funny so we were we were, i was sitting here looking at my daughter we just had the paddling pool delivered obviously we've had such lovely weather she got out there the paddling pool was full she had a towel she had snacks she had a bikini and she's got this brand new pearl necklace so she looks like she's from the 1950s and she got out there and then these gray clouds came we had proper fork lightning hell rain for hours and then it stopped and it's bright again today. It's been no so way. weird. Did you hear there was some big floods in Japan and there's been floods in Germany and everything? So I don't know if it was it was torrential. It was like the roads wow. are flooded. Yeah, it was really bad. But today it's beautiful sunshine again. So That's very like strange. Not, not even on my radar at all. It's just absolutely oh. beautiful. I mean, I haven't been watching the news, which might be part of might be part of it, but I'm just not aware of it. It's absolutely glorious again here. So lovely. Uh, well, we spent our morning working on legal documents and now I'm like, I really need to be outside while we still have this because I think the bad weather's coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have. We have we've done some very dedicated, serious work this morning. It's good to be here yeah. and just having a chat. Yeah, I know. And I think sometimes it's uh, we've talked to bookkeepers all the time about how it's one thing just doing all of the work, the client work that comes in and you know, firefighting deadlines and things like that, actually, sometimes you've got to take a step back and you've got to work on the bigger things that are um, Mm -hmm. less urgent, but actually really Mm -hmm. important to get done. So it's good to get that time in. And I suppose that brings me on quite nicely to the summer holidays and the subject of our podcast today. We're going to be talking about accountability because I think that um, keeping focused in the summer holidays, particularly if you've got young young children or older children at home, can be quite a challenge. Um, so how, I mean, how are you feeling going into the summer holidays? So you've got three kids, all different yep. ages. What does this yep. mean for you, this bit coming up? So, um, well, firstly, things have been like, we had summer coming up, which is, I always get a little bit apprehensive just because I know I, I'm going to have interruptions. As we're talking now, two children have walked into my office and they're raiding the fridge at the front of the garage. So, and I'm already thinking, don't say anything. <laughs> I'm doing a podcast. So it's already, it's already means that you are distracted and um, because there are children around. But then um, yesterday, my son, who is 18, got an, a positive COVID test result. So we're all in isolation now. So we've been thrown into summer holidays a bit earlier because uh, my middle daughter, she would have been at school still today. So we're now all at home and none of us can leave the house. Um, so that's thrown a different kind of spin on things. Um, I it's, it's, it's two-pronged, really, because on one hand, I'm stressed, thinking, oh, my goodness, um, I haven't got that dedicated time. I'm going to be have there's going to be multiple interruptions. But on the other hand, they're older than they were when I started my business and they were babies. So I know that there's less interruptions in some you know a lot of the time less interruptions and also I like the fact when they're teenagers 
I love having them stuck under my roof where they can't go off and just explore the world because I'm a, I am don't want to cut those apron strings yet. I get really anxious and the anxiety and the worry about where they're going all the time freaks me out. So part of me is loving the fact I've got 10 days without that stress. I think it's a case of we have work stress, we have client stress, we have mum stress, we have wife stress, we have partner stress, whatever it is, dog mum stress, whatever it is, we are constantly, we are constantly battling and thinking about something. And we're never just in like the the bliss of no stress whatsoever. So I think what we need to do is focus on the positives when they come about. So the fact that I'm very much thinking positives at the moment, none of my children can leave the house. I cannot be mum taxi. I'm not going to get a last minute phone call and ask, can you come and pick me up from this place now? All my friends have left me and I'm standing in a field on my own because that often (laughs) happens because they don't plan the fact that all their other friends are being picked up by parents at a different time. And so I'm focusing on the fact that they're here, the sun's shining. and, um, And my daughter said to me this morning that she's done some Spanish, which I didn't even ask her to do. So I'm well happy with that. But I can see, and there's been times where summer holidays brings up a lot of anxiety, a lot of uncertainty, and stress because you're trying to give your children an experience that you, we're trying to build businesses that are kind of lifestyle businesses that work well around our families. To do that, you need to have money so you can take them out, but you also need time freedom so that you can take them out and do things. So, how do you feel? Because your children are so much younger, um, which means different thing. I mean, when mine were much younger as well, I had childminder. So mm. I didn't have, it's it's in between that school age where you might not have the childminder and you think, oh, they're easier to be at home, but they're never quite offhand, are they? <laughs> no, and I think my, I, I mean, I'm, I feel quite lucky going into some holidays. My eldest starts school in September. So she's been in, the nursery school at school she goes for a couple of hours and then she goes to a private nursery for the rest of the day actually she's just in the private nursery all day with my youngest so she's actually got longer at nursery than she would have have in term time so I actually get a bit more time but I don't there's no childcare on the days they don't go to nursery so I just have her the whole of the day which is fine because you know we can do like mum stuff together which would be really nice um but I can see that going into like the holidays after you know after this summer that is going to need some serious planning and so I think it's it's really good to know that that's on the horizon for anyone who's starting a business around children and I know there are a lot of bookkeepers in our group who have preschoolers and primary school age children this I don't want to say that the holidays are a blow because like you said there are lots of positives and this is when we get to spend the time with our families that we're working really hard for we get creating the freedoms for ourselves so that we can do that but if you're in that startup phase and you're still hustling a bit it's quite difficult to remember or be able to make that time because all the time you're thinking I've got to do the work I've got to do the work because I'm you know I need to be here I need to be on my emails and we've been talking to a lot of people on the mastermind actually about how can you like free up that time you know people who want to be less involved in the business how are we going to make that happen so uh, what kind of planning can you do if you're what have you done in the past joe when you've been coming up to a holiday season so that you don't have like a whole week of madness of just like making sure you've done everything so you can have a bit of a break so i know that's a challenge often and people end up taking their laptops on holidays and you know all of that kind of stuff if you know you need to take let's say a week off or a bit longer 
possible that you've got very limited actual working hours for the foreseeable mm -hmm. what prep can you do up front to know that you're still making progress during that holiday period so one of the biggest things that advice uh, or tip i could give you is that whatever you're whatever you are doing that day and choosing to do give your all as much as you can so mm -hmm. I had to learn very quickly that when I am being, so when I've chosen to have some time off, it might be an hour in the day for lunch, or it might be the time, you know, like five till seven in between dinner and school, um, dinner and bedtime that I might be like, right, that's my mum time. 100% be focused on that and do do that or it might be you might not have children and it might be because you're going to walk your dog or you're going to make dinner and sit with your partner whatever it is whatever you've chosen to do make sure you fully immerse in that because I found my guilt oh my comes God. thick and fast when I am not doing anything to my full potential so when I feel like oh I'm trying to do this but I'm trying to do that and I can't do this and I can't do that so time blocking for me, is really important. So for me in the holidays, and I've I've said this, even though my children are older, 10, 14 and 18, I've said that um, I'm going to have the first 10 days of August off as holiday. Okay, so I think it's really important to have some time off, even if you are in startup hustle mode, you need, you need some time off. You cannot work, and whether that is a three-day period, a five-day period, whatever it is, you need, I'd say, at least three days to be, so it's more than a normal weekend, um, and you get a time to, and for me, I, I've i gone for 10 days, because I know for me, it takes seven days for me to properly relax and get out of thinking yeah. like a business person, so I've given myself the three days at the end. Um and yesterday, a client phoned me and he went, I can't do any other day other than the 5th of August. And I'm having the first two, 10 days of August off. And I had to fight myself not to say, oh, I'll just fit you in. But I didn't. I said, no, I'm on holiday. I'm on holiday. I'm on holiday. And it's hard because, again, we aren't going actually leaving the country. I think it's much easier if you're physically leaving the country <laughs> to get into work mode. But like you say, sometimes people still take their laptop and still... So I think it's really important to make a decision that whatever you're doing that day, you fully immerse in that. And you, my, my mother-in-law has always told me that we wear lots of hats. And it's so true. We wear lots of hats as parents, as business owners. And she said, she said to me, just change your hat and wear that hat. And then if you have to change the hat again, do that and wear that hat properly. <laughs> so, you know, because I think I find that, so if even if I have, say, so I'm going to start doing like 9.30 or 9 till 2.30, the days that I'm working in the holidays, okay? Mm -hmm. And I because I know my kids are teenagers, so they do sleep in a bit more. But just now I popped in and went, has anyone eaten any lunch? No. I mean, the dad's there, but still, no one's, <laughs> you know, it's still, it's still down to me to kind of say, come on, <laughs> there's two other adults here, come on. So I think it's about time blocking, realizing how your family works. When do people really need you? And making sure that you are okay with putting an out of office on, on your emails, even if it's for a morning. Like, yeah. 
just get used to having out of office on. Having something, using a VA to respond to maybe WhatsApp or Facebook or emails to know so that people know that you haven't like disappeared. You are going to come back and respond to them, just not now because you're having some time. And it's about these boundaries, isn't it? About making sure that you, if you, if you contacted your um, client and said to them, "Oh, can I have this bank statement, please?" and they said, "Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm on, I'm on the beach at the moment. I'm on holiday, having an ice cream with my kids." You wouldn't be mad at them, or anyone that you was getting a service from. You wouldn't be mad at them. You'd be like, "Wow, that's good. They're having." So remind yourself that you are human and you are allowed to have this time. And as long as there's communication, whether that be an out on office autoresponder, or you have a VA, um, or in your notes, in your phone, have a little message that you can copy and paste to send to people if they do, um, if they do come to you, and you then two seconds, you've let them know, okay. So I think it's very much about blocking time, preparing yourself with uh, reminders and uh, out of offices and little notes and things, so that you can deal with it, not have the guilt, but be fully immersed in whatever it is that you're doing. Jay, that's amazing. That I've just been writing this down. I'm like, this is just, I'm just going to write this down and stick on my notice board. Um, so, so can we just talk about the idea of time blocking? So I think that this might be something people haven't heard of before. So you, there are two things you mentioned. So first of all, you mentioned going away for a holiday or having some time off and being like, nope, this is holiday time. I am, I'm keeping this time separate from other things so that I could be fully immersed in having my holiday. Really like that yeah. idea. What, how does that work in the day to day? If you if it's like your normal week in the office or you're working around your kids during the holidays, what, yeah. what do you mean by time blocking in that sense? Okay, so firstly as well, what I want to say about holidays is that while my children were small and I, we've, me and my husband have only had one two week holiday since we've been together and we've been together nearly 20 years. I am not, I, because I've run businesses, I, I don't necessarily, for me, going on a two week holiday is something I can now start to think about because I have a team, but in the past, I might, I've not been able to. So and that's why I've been a real big fan of having like three days holiday, five days holiday, just blocking out. So if you're like, oh my goodness, I could never have two weeks off. That's fine. Don't have two weeks off. Have three days off here, three days off there and split it out throughout your month when, because I know with payroll and stuff at month end for us, it's just awkward if we try and, you know, go away around that time. So that's firstly I want to say. Secondly, about time blocking in your day. So I use um, my Outlook calendar, but in the past, something I've done is created um, a sheet where I have uh, Monday to Friday, Monday to Friday across the top, seven till seven, and on an Excel spreadsheet. And I have maybe four or five different colors. So it would be something like, so client work, family time, me time, working on the business, and then um, like self-development time. So areas they're that kind of my areas I'd have. So then I'd start off, I always start off when I've got this like spreadsheet or I, I used to print it out and color it in because I kind of I kind of found that therapeutic. I would always start off with family time because that's the most important time to me. So I would start off with, right, when are the school runs? When have I got to make dinner, lunch, breakfast? When am I putting kids to bed? When are those times that are like non-negotiable, 
I am mum. And then you're left with other things. So then, and then the next thing I would do is like, right, I need some time to work on my business because we know that's really important. And if I've, I could easily fill this all up with client work. I'm not going to do that on my business next. And then me time as well, obviously. So that would be like, if I'm going out in the evening to do my exercise or have my personal training, or if I've got osteopath or something like that, all those bits go in there. And then, and then what you realize is you've got these little pockets of time that you're able to work on client work. And this is what we talk about in the Six Months Success Program, is that actually when you realize where your time goes, this is why we have to charge higher than the average hourly rate that we see people charge, because there isn't that much time to do it. If you're working on your business, then that might be, you know, raising invoices, doing your marketing doing your list of engagement, the legal stuff, your mm-hmm. website, all of this stuff. And then when you've got the time you've got left isn't isn't as much. But what you'll notice is you'll think, oh, my goodness, I haven't got as much time as I maybe thought I'd have to work on client stuff. So what that means is when you turn up, you are fully engaged and focused and you will make sure that you won't be scrolling on Facebook and you won't be having a quick look on um, a website to see if you can get a new outfit or anything like that. You are going to be like, this is my time. This is my focus. And in those pockets of time, maybe you can call on a family member to help out with children, a childminder. Maybe, you know, you can you can organize a babysitter. Someone maybe someone comes like you can have a teenager come and sit in your house and babysit while you're able to work and just play with the kids. But you're still there. Those kind of things. It just gives you that focus time. You know, they are your working hours. You need to be able to focus So therefore, that's when you need maybe some support if you've got small children or if they're a bit older, that's the time the kids are allowed to go on the iPad or play VR. Mine mine have all got headsets on in the front room at the moment and and making burgers in a virtual kitchen, Um, but they're having great fun. I love that. I'll get the kids doing that. Um, that's really helpful. And I, I love the idea of like planning out your diary. I love the some Nicola has said, and Nicola's watching this on Facebook at the moment. And she said that she has a spreadsheet timetable as well. Um, but someone else has said they're still taking their laptop on holiday. And, and you know, when you're starting a business, sometimes there's no getting away from that. It's about like managing expectations of your clients. And there's quite a lot we can do up front to, like you said, if you yeah. called a client and they were on holiday, I can remember calling someone. She's like, I'm on a boat trip somewhere in Italy at the moment. And I was like, okay, you're not going to be able to answer my question right now. That's fine. Like, where are you? How, what's going on? Like, you know, actually you really want to know about the holiday and your clients will feel the same about no, you know, knowing that you're having a break, it, you know, it makes yeah. you a better person, doesn't it? Cause you're like rested and you're more motivated when you come back. Um, okay. So how, here's a question. If you are, you're limited on time over the holidays there's a certain amount of client work that you need to get done but we're all about building the business and growing the business as well like we we talk so much we were talking at the beginning about working on your business and I think that if we always think oh you know there you go that's six weeks out of my life that I'm not going to get back on building my business and we can use that as an excuse for stalling and not moving ahead if you want to make some progress over the holidays what can you do to make sure that something happens for you so whatever that it all people have all sorts of different goals we were talking about content planning with our mastermind group yesterday um as one example if you were like right i really want to make some progress with this how what can you do to set yourself up to make sure that you see the progress at the end of the holidays so i think this is like setting like mini mini goals but i i like to think of myself like 
if you sat down, shut your eyes for a second and think about September and think about, right, I'm here now in July, the end of July, and I've got, um, I've got August. And where do I want to be in September? What do I really want to have achieved when the kids go back to school or whatever it is, you know, and we start going back into that rework mode? What would I have liked to, what would I feel really good about if I'd have ticked that thing off? Now, we all have that. I don't know if anyone's read the book, um, Eat That Frog, but it's about, you know, there's usually some, all of us have got that niggly bit and legal documents were our thing today. We've all got that thing that niggles away and we know we should be doing and we know we haven't done it and we haven't given it time, blah, blah, blah. So if you, why don't you give something yourself like that to do? Like, okay, if I'd have got that bit on my website done or if I'd have, if I'd have set that up really properly or if I'd have got my letter of engagement sorted or if I'd have started making, maybe you've got a new piece of software and you know you really should do the certification. What one thing could you do in August and you'll come out in September and think, yeah, I've achieved something. I think that's something that we should look at. Nothing, not too much. You know, we've got to be kind to ourselves. If you are in a situation where your life is a bit switched upside down in summer holidays, then don't try and achieve all the things. But just give yourself one goal or maybe three goals, but nothing more than that. And say, if I'd achieved that and kept on top of my client work, then that's fine. And as well, like that to whoever it was that's taking their laptop on holiday, Again, that's fine, but do the time blocking again. So maybe your child has an afternoon nap. Maybe you've got a teenager that doesn't wake up in the morning. Whatever it is, use that time and say, that is the time that I'm going to be doing my dedicated client work while I'm on holiday. Again, and then as soon as they're up or as, you know, as soon as the hour's up or whatever it is, the laptop's uh, shut down, gone away, and you don't think about it again until the next day. So it's, it's possible for you to have a refresh, relax, still make progress. But like Zoe said, we can't just go, oh, it's so tough for me and I can't do it because there are other people out there that will achieve something in August with um, loads of kids at home. I mean, I've just spoken, I've just spoken to one of my most successful clients. She has three children and they're at home and her husband's got his own business as well. And she's going into launch mode next week and she's turning over millions. And and she has the kids at home and they're all primary school age and uh, live wires. And she manages it. Now, I'm not saying she doesn't have any help. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying is she knows what she wants to achieve. And she's also planned holidays and family holidays. You know, people that are doing well in business still have these issues. But it's how they deal with them, how they plan for them. And they don't make any excuses. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. Um, let's talk about the out of office thing, because I think we've mentioned managing expectations, putting an out of office on. That's a really simple thing you can do, isn't it? Like if you're going to be going away, you can get people ready for this. So you can start yeah. talking to them now. You can say, look, just so you know, you can put it in your email signature, just so you know, I'm away on these particular dates. And then while you're away, you can have a reply that goes out, you know, at the moment I'm away, um, I will be checking my emails whenever, you know, tell them what they can expect. Like I'm trying to reply within 48 hours or my VA might get back to you, uh, but I'm not back until such and such a date. You know, if it's really urgent, you can text me, whatever your boundaries are, decide what they are and then let people know because people, they'll get it. I think, you know, what people go into business with us and they know 
if we're parents or if we have other responsibilities because that's part of the kind of business well certainly in our bookkeeping community those are the kind of businesses that people are building so you know if you're speaking to your clients and they really know you and you have those good conversations they know they know what you're working around so they're going to be understanding I'm sure I'm so sure of it Absolutely. And I think what you said there is so right. It's about managing expectations. And this is something that I haven't done in the past. And I thought, oh, I've got a day's holiday. And then the messages still keep coming in. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, I can't concentrate. But thinking about what we said, yes, the out of office. I've got a Facebook group for my clients. So I will be popping a notice in there to say, just so you know, and I'm going to do it. What day are we on Wednesday? Um, and I've so I will be doing that within this, maybe on Friday this week. So it gives them a week to say, just so you know, Joe's going off on the first, if there's anything you need. Otherwise, and I'm going to say, contact someone else in my team. Then I'll send, I could send out an active email to all my clients as well, so that they don't have to message me first to get an out of office. If they did message me, if I, so if I email them first, and then if they message me and they got an out of office, they go, oh yeah, of course, she's away then they know twice that you're away and you've given them. So I think, and everyone's entitled to a holiday, but I know the feeling because I have often felt really guilty and felt like I wasn't entitled to it because there was so much work to do that I wasn't entitled to it. But actually we all know that that rest, that refresh, the regroup can mean the world to us and get us, help us to get really refocused. Um, Sometimes it's just all too much. There's just too much noise and actually having that stepping away, whatever you've got. And another good point is, actually, when I am away, I make sure, and I do this all the time anyway, but I've got a notebook. If you've got a thought in your head, because sometimes when you slow down, something you haven't thought about for a really long time, which is an important thing, but might not have been an urgent thing, or it might be an urgent thing, but you've forgotten about it, will pop up into your head because the noise has slowed down. Just make a note of it. And then forget about it, but write it down. Don't try and think, oh, I'm going to remember this. Just just write it down so that you can come back to it when you're back into work mode. But I think sometimes writing it down gives us the permission to, um, to take a step and think, right, I'm not going to forget about this again. I've got my, lo- my list of my things I need to remember. I love that idea. I think that's it. Often we're like, oh, no, I must remember to do that. And then it just stays with us for the rest of the day. And then we're like, well, I better just go and do it now because otherwise I'm going to, you know, not be able to relax. Yeah. Okay. My final question then. So you mentioned about it taking you seven days to switch off from work mode before you could actually have a rest on holiday. I'm sure that lots of people have similar challenges with, um, you know, feeling able to switch off. Once you have switched off, though, that can feel really good. And and oh. actually, when you come back to work, you might still be in holiday mode. So when you get back, when you, and you're probably, I don't know, when our kids have gone back to school in September and we're like, right, I'm ready. It's almost a bit like if you're trying to write something and you've got writer's block, like you get to your desk and you're like, oh, now oh. what? Oh no, I'm at my desk. Like what, now what do I do? Um, how can you make your, make sure that you're ready um, and motivated and fired up on that sort of first day back in the office in September? Okay, firstly, you need to be kind to yourself because it will come back. It's just, it's just your brain's had to relax. So, and it's fine and it, and it, and it's fine. So really, again, it's about sitting down did you achieve that goal you set out to achieve it over the over the holidays? 
And maybe in September, I love to write, you know, what am I going to do by the end of the year? You know, you've got the final quarter coming up. How am I going to smash this year? That's what I really want to sit down and think about in September. And that's why we like to do boot camp in September, because we know that people are like in that back to school mode. Um, even if you haven't got kids at home, everyone in September, because you went to school every September after summer holidays. So we all feel like that. Right. I'm raring to go. So I think it's really about refocusing, re, you know, thinking about, OK, what did I set out to achieve at the beginning of the year? I've got one quarter left. Maybe I need to, you know, make my goals bigger. Maybe I need to adjust them a bit because they're not kind of going to, you know, going to work how, out how I thought things were going to happen because of COVID or whatever it is. So readjust, re, you know, reaffirm them and and then make a plan. And you can carry on with the time blocking. Another thing I want to say about this seven days about relaxing. So for years and years and years, I have worked in constant burnout. So whenever I stopped for a holiday, my cortisol levels drop and then I get ill. So something I learned, this is just a bit of a fact, but I've learned this and this has really helped me to manage my self-care now is because my aim this year has been to be able to have a holiday and not get ill when when I'm in when going on holiday, which might sound really. Some of you might get what I'm talking about. Some of you might be like, "What is she talking about? Why would you get ill when you're on a holiday?" But when you work so so hard, and I'm not saying I work clever, but I, I work stressy. I'm hard working. Um, your cortisol levels are constantly in in a in stress. It's fight or flight, and I'm constantly in that that area. And so when I stop to go on holiday, those cortisol levels suddenly really drop and it means that I get ill. Now, I didn't understand really why would you get ill if your cortisol levels drop, but someone told me or I read an article about when you have, if you was to have a lung or heart or an organ transplant, they pump your body with cortisol because your body cannot reject it if it's got cortisol in there, because it stops any um, illness. So when you're high on cortisol, it's hard to get ill. Because you're, it's, it's because imagine if you're running away from a cyber toothed tiger, you can't have a chest infection, you need to run. <laughs> you can't, you can't have a dodgy belly, you can't have anything, you need to run, you need to be well. So when you're in, when you've got high cortisol, you don't get ill. So when you stop for a holiday and a break, it drops, and then the illness comes on board. And this is something that I, I learned this in the last year or so, and it's made me realise that I need to have more of a level playing field constantly. Obviously, I'm, I love working. I'm not going to do, I'm not going to like not work hard. I need to have more balance. So this morning I did have my personal training. I have half an hour of yoga and stretching, and I do that a few times a week. Exercise for me is something that really helps me to do to relax, but also. I make sure that I don't have too many things planned every evening. And this is another thing why I'm excited about, which is really sad, the fact that my family are in isolation at the moment means I've had to cancel loads of things over the next 10 days. But in 10 days time, it's nearly my holiday. So I'm like, wow, this is an amazing plan. I've cancelled all these extra to do's. So I'm going to be quite chilled out. And my aim is to get through my August 10 days and not be ill. So that might be something that's you need to focus on and maybe me saying this you recognize that oh my goodness I do get 
I'll get sniffle or I get this or I get that when I when I slow down. So just be just be aware of that and try and find some more balance. Oh, I love that. I, I love that advice. I'm somebody who uh, feels like that too sometimes. So I think but I think that's given us all something to think about. Um, amazing. Well, hopefully that's given everyone lots of tips. I've, I really took on board your point about making sure when you're wearing a hat, wear it properly. Uh, that is that is really good because like you're right then you're really focused on what it is you're doing and that's you know if we're taking a break we really actually want to take a break so um, I'm definitely taking that one on board with me and look thanks everyone who's joined us today for the bookkeepers podcast if you want to find out more about what we're doing um, Joe mentioned bookkeepers bootcamp bookkeepers bootcamp we will start promoting it very soon um, it is an event that we run about three times a year we really get focused on growing your business it's free to get involved you can register at sixfigurebookkeeper.com slash bootcamp there's a sign up form at the moment we can you can find out about what we did back in march when we did our last bootcamp bootcamp will run the week of the 6th of september we have got some amazing guests joining us it's going to be absolutely incredible so make sure you don't miss out go and sign up and find out about that and you can also join us in the six figure bookkeepers club which is our free group on facebook we will be back next week for another podcast take care bye bye don't forget to join us every week on the bookkeepers podcast the topical bookkeeping chat why not join our free facebook group the six figure bookkeepers club or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com.